Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. This is the week that we're setting aside the day called Thanksgiving. The message you're going to hear today is going to emphasize, however, that every day should be a day of giving God thanks for His goodness, His mercy, His grace, His provisions, and all the things that He gives to us. Gather your family together and ask God's grace and Allow him to hear your family giving thanks to him for he is good. This is also a time for you to reflect on the wonderful things that God has done personally in your life. Write down the top five things that you are thankful for and share them with someone. So join us today as we bring you these messages on Thanksgiving. You know, it seems that the, the deeper the pit you're in, that he bring you out of, the more your praise get lifted up. You know, somebody who just, God healed him from a little headache, and well, well thank you, Father, I know you, you're able, you're, you're great and marvelous. Oh, but let somebody had just come from the doctor that just got a second report after the doctor told him that you got terminal cancer stage four. And now you go back and he tell you that they can't find anything. I guarantee you they're not going to say, well, thank you, Lord. I just thank you so much. That was so wonderful. They're going to say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. They're going to bust through the doors of the church and say, I got to tell it, pastor. I got to tell what God has done for me. Glory to God. One of them say, wait a minute, hold on, y'all can go where you want to go. Y'all can go and leave me, I got something I got to go do. But he came back praising God in a loud voice. I can see the people on the road, on the way coming back, what's wrong with him? What happened to him? Some of them didn't know he had leprosy, so they might have thought he was crazy. But somebody saw him going, and then they saw him coming back. They said, well, yeah, you go and praise God. You know, Jesus was on his way. He was traveling somewhere. This man had to go find him. Jesus wasn't stationary. This man said, let me go find where the Lord is. He came back in a loud voice praising God. And verse 16 said, he threw himself at Jesus' feet. I'm going to grab a hold to you in spite of the social mores that say the Samaritans and Jews shouldn't be touching each other. It doesn't matter what the social folks say. I know what you've done for me, and I'm coming to give you some praise. I'm wondering what these other nine folk are thinking. They said, he's going back to you, and then they heard him shouting and thanking. He said, oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. God is good. And I wonder how happy they were. And they said, you know, Jesus told us to go on and show ourselves to the priest, and we're going to do what he said. And that's a good thing. Then we're obedient. They said, well, he told us to go, and I'm just going to go. I know you're going back, but he told us to go on, and I'm, I'm going on. But were they healed? Yes, they were healed. Were they thankful? Yes, they were thankful. But this one turned back. He caught up with Jesus. He didn't go along with the crowd. He said, that's a good thing, but I got a better thing. I can go to the priest. The priest is still going to be there. But I, I, I just have a gratitude and an attitude in my heart that I want to go tell the man that set me free, thank you. Amen. See, he delayed what was right for what was best. <laughs> he said by his action, he could see the priest anytime he wanted to. The priest is going to be there. But Jesus is on the move. I don't want to miss the Lord, and I don't want him to miss my thanks. I don't want to miss this opportunity. To give thanks to the Lord for what he's done. Now we can learn from that one man to thank the Lord while we have the opportunity. He said Jesus is moving. The priest is stationary. 
I can find a preacher. I might not be able to find Jesus later. I just want the Lord to know that I'm thankful for what he's done for me. So Jesus was curious. He said, were, that, were not all tens cleaned? He knew they were clean. And then he said, where are the nine? Where are the people that I've done great things for, that I've delivered, that I've healed, and why aren't they here with the same attitude of thankfulness? He could say it this way today. Where are the people on Sunday morning that I blessed with that boat? Oh, they're on the lake. Where are the people I blessed with that Harley? Oh, they're taking a ride down the freeway. Where are the people that I blessed with that job so they can make more money? Oh, they're enjoying the fruit of what, that, what I blessed them with. They're not in church. Where are they? Didn't I bless some other folk? You look around and say, didn't I bless some other folk this morning? Have I healed somebody else? Have I delivered somebody else? Haven't I saved somebody else? Haven't I uh, blessed somebody else with a job? Haven't I spoken to somebody else's life? Where are they? He can go to any church in town and say, I know I touch more folk than this. I know I bless more people than this place today. He can say that any church in town. He can hit any of them and say, I know that I bless more folk. Where are they? He said, where's the nine? Somebody said, where's the nine? He said, where are these people that was hollering out to me and say, Lord, help me? Where are these people that say, Lord, bless me? Lord, I need you. Lord, have pity on me. Where are they? And why aren't they here with you? Blessing the Lord. Did they not recognize what a miraculous thing that has just happened in their life? Was there somewhere else they wanted to go or something they always wanted to do and they wanted to do that immediately? As soon as I get healed, I know where I'm going. As soon as I get healed, I'm going to run over here. I've been wanting to go to the game. You know, they never would let us in the game, but I've been wanting to go to the game. And it's game time. As soon as I get healed, I know where I'm going. Soon as I get healed, I'm going shopping. I need some new clothes. I got to go and hang with the other folk. Soon as God bless me. And you'll see that pattern in people's lives sometimes. People will come and they'll pray for a job and they'll pray for God to bless them. They'll pray for God to, to, to move in their life and provide things from Father, Pastor, I need a car. Pastor, I need a job. And you see them. You see God move for them step by step by step. And sometimes these same people will be inaccessible. You can't find them when it comes time to worship. Jesus was curious as to why the nine did not return to give thanks. You know, without realizing it, our attitude about giving thanks and thanksgiving can be similar to these nine lepers. And I've given some thought about some reasons we have to give thanks, not only at Thanksgiving, but every day. Let's talk about a couple of those. Number one, we should give thanks to the Lord for saving us. We should always do that. 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 13 says, we ought always to thank God for you. But we, always, we ought always to thank God for you, brothers. Loved by the Lord because from the beginning God chose you to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the Spirit. We thank God for you. We thank God for each other. We thank God for saving us. We thank God for bringing us together in a place such as this. We thank God for uh, worshiping together and brothers and sisters in the Lord. We should thank him for saving us. Secondly, we should thank him just because he is good. Psalms 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. You know, you can preach this whole passage here for about a week. Because number one of the benefits, he said he forgives all your iniquities. He forgives all your sins. Number two, he heals all your diseases. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. 
who redeems your life from destructions, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things. That's the kind of God you have. That's why the psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, I will bless his holy name. I'm going to give thanks to the Lord. And you know, every day is an occasion to express our thankfulness and our gratitude to the Lord. If we're not careful, we'll think God owes us something. We think he, he owes us to wake us up in the morning and to start us along our way. He owes us help. He owes us everything. You know, and when something happened to us, we complain, God, why me? The Lord said, why not you? You weren't thankful for your health before you lost it. God, I thank you that I'm able to raise my hands. I'm thanking that I'm able to see. I'm thinking I'm able to hear. I thank you, Lord, that everything is functioning properly in my body. I thank you, Lord, God, for your goodness. You know, we can take it for granted. Don't wait till you get into a hospital to start thanking God after you get out. Thanking God that you never had to go in this year. Lord, I thank you I hadn't had to go to the hospital this year. I think didn't have to go to the funeral home to identify uh, any of my loved ones this year. Father, I thank you for that. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, because he's good, and he's good all the time. He said all things work together for good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to your purpose. And when you're going through some challenges and difficulties, see the good in it and thank God for uh, how he's blessing you right in the middle of the storm. Somebody says it's hard to praise God in the middle of a storm. I know it is. But hallelujah. Anyhow. Paul and Silas learned how to praise him in the middle of a jail cell. In the middle of the night, somebody said, let's start singing some songs of praise. And that's hard to do, but you know, praise got to be on the inside of you. You're going to do that. You can't be on the outside. It's got to be in you. Thanksgiving got to be in you if you're going to thank him in the middle of your fiery trial, if you're going to thank God. Thank God, thirdly, because of his love and his mercy towards us. Whatever happened, God loves us and nothing can separate us from the love of God. It says here in Romans chapter 8, verse 38. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present or the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you, Lord, that nothing is going to separate us from your love. And I thank God. Fourthly, because he cares enough to listen to us when we pray. You know, God cares enough about us that when we come before him, just like these lepers, he'll listen to us when we pray. Jesus could have said, you know, these folks, uh, you know, these lepers, they, they're the foreigners and they're people who, are, uh, who uh, got issues in their life and they're far off. I don't even need to stop and fool with them. But don't you know he'll listen to us when we pray, no matter what's going on in our lives. No matter what condition we're in, he'll stop and listen. 1 John 5, uh, 14 said, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we will have what we ask of him. God hears us when we pray. He's looking for a people who through our attitude and our gratitude indicate to him how much we appreciate him being in our life and us showing him through our attitude of gratitude 
that we love him and how his preeminence and his power, how it takes place in our life. There is a power that comes when we offer thanks to God. There is a power that comes when we offer praise to God because that lets us know, that lets him know rather that we know who he is and what he's able to do in our lives. Jesus said to this one one leper that came back, the scripture said that he held on to Jesus and he was a foreigner. What did he mean? Maybe the others weren't foreigners. So that the point that he had to point out that this one was. Sometimes people who know God are not as excited about what God does in their life as the people who don't. Sometimes the sinner man who didn't know the Lord is more excited about what God's doing when God finally moves in their life than people who've been walking with him for a long time. I've been running for Jesus a long time. And so these things ought to be, the Lord ought to do this thing for me. God ought to do this for me. I command healing. I command a blessing to flow in my life. But here's the man that says, here's a miracle in my life, and I want to thank the miracle giver. Thank you once again for listening to the Light of the World broadcast. I'm Jerry G. Martin. This time that we are celebrating for Thanksgiving is such a tremendous opportunity to give God praise and glory for all the things that he has done. You know, God deserves the praise. He likes to praise. And many scriptures tell us about the value of praising God. This week, you are hearing some testimonies that people have expressed about how God has worked in their life over the past few months. But you're also hearing how valuable it is to enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. I want to let you know that you can listen to today's message again in its entirety by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this broadcast. And then as always, we welcome you to be our guest at The Light of the World. God is doing some tremendous and marvelous things. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're not connected to a church home or a church family, if you are not in a place where you can grow and fulfill God's purpose for your life, come and be with us at the light of the world. You can visit us on our website at lowcf.org or meet us in person. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. We have communion supplies, Sunday school material, books and Bibles, offering envelopes, and whatever you need for your congregation. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.